0: Hey there! Are you a happiness seeker? Have you survived trauma and pain? And are you ready to heal and transform? Then stay tuned in. You are listening to the Open to Happiness podcast and I am your host Nicoleta. Today I'm gonna talk about family trauma and transgenerational trauma. And I'm going to explore what is family trauma, what's the impact on us, and how can we heal. This is one of my favorite topics because my complex trauma was started within the family environment. So I've been spending decades researching this and I've offered my life as a huge research lab with the hope that I'm going to naturally find more. I'm going to understand more. I'm going to accept more. I'm going to learn more. And gradually, I'm going to forgive a bit more and heal a bit more. And why not transform? So if you're interested in family trauma, stick around for around, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes. I'm hoping that I'm going to talk about this, this beautiful evening of Wednesday in the middle of the week. And um, make yourself a present. Um, It's an invitation to awareness, really, that I'm making now. So what is family trauma? First of all, let me share what I've learned throughout my years of life and work. In my view, most trauma originates in relationships. Most trauma takes place in childhood, in during the early years of life. And most traumatic experiences take place within the family environment. When I name the family now, I'm talking about the both nuclear family with you, your parents and siblings, or if you have a family yourself, and you are a parent yourself with your partner and your children. But I'm talking also the trauma that comes through the extended family um, channel. And that goes beyond two generations like you and your parents or you and your children. And that naturally includes grandparents. It includes uncles, aunties, cousins, you know, everyone. (laughs) You you get what I'm talking about. And if you have children on your own, what is that trauma that takes place within the family environment? And how is that trauma affecting them? Are you trauma-informed? Are you able to understand that there could be something in your way of thinking and behaving that comes from a traumatic past, something that your parents have passed on to you and you are now sending that onto your children, consciously or unconsciously. I would, I would reckon it's unconsciously because no parent with intention would want to hurt their children. So what kind of trauma we see in the family environment? We see abuse. We see physical abuse, we we see verbal abuse, we see emotional abuse and sexual abuse, which is directed towards you or towards someone else, which is witnessed and observed by you. It's still traumatic even if you're not the container, you're not the target of the abuser. It could also be neglect. Again, with or without intention. Because parents don't wake up in the morning to say, I'm going to neglect my children today. They get trapped in their drama and they don't know what they're doing. So they lose sight of you. And that can be um, neglect caused by your parents or other caregivers, if there are other family members involved. And what this does to you and why it's important and why it has the potential to be traumatic it's because this leads to a sense of abandonment and a lack of significance, right? Where your needs are not met and you don't feel like you are important, you don't feel like these people are here for you. It can also be lost through death or imprisonment if, if you lose a parent to that. It could be a parent or another significant person that is vital in your life. It could also be... Uh, emotionally unavailable parents, parents that are not really emotionally connected to you. They can be uncaring. They can be critical. They can be irritable. They can instill a sense of fear and guilt in you. They could be disrespectful or over-controlling uh, or parents that miss values. They don't really have a clear, dif- clearly defined character. And in the way they treat you, they do not take into consideration the impact, the emotional impact on you. They do not consider your wishes. They do not consider your desires. And they don't really consider your mental health either. Trauma can also be discrimination between you and your siblings, if you have any. Or if you don't have other siblings, it could be um a tendency towards um, favoritism or, or praising of another child, maybe someone in, within the extended family or maybe someone in the neighborhood or one of your schoolmates. Um, this is very unpleasant for us when we see our parents praising another child and leaving us um, out, um, um, maybe wondering, what we are doing wrong. Abuse can come when parents struggle with their mental health, when they are either depressed, when they are anxious, when they have addictions, when they are consumed by their worries and fears and, I don't know, rumination from the past, when they have unstable mood, when they are obsessed and and trapped into compulsions. They are more preoccupied with with following their own obsessions than, than minding you. Roma can also come through extreme pressure around your performance, either in school or in your social activities, because parents have these expectations from you. And that can make you feel quite fearful and anxious. I wrote an article for the counseling directory a couple of years back, or maybe more Uh, around the fear that we actually learn to feel in our first years of life. Trauma can be a sense of lack of autonomy and independence because parents constantly breach your boundaries and your privacy, your intimate space, whether it's physical or emotional or mental even, in the way they consider you. Trauma can be domestic abuse, like in my case, with a lot of noise, with beatings, you know, with a chaotic and unpredictable environment that can make you feel relationally hesitant and and scared. It can also be watching thoughts and arguments around money, around material goods, around property, um, you know all sorts of discussions that are constant. Um, And they shape, in a way, your unhealthy relationship with money and abundance. Trauma can also come through watching betrayal and cheating in your family dynamics, like it happened uh, when I was little, with separation and then divorce, which create a very unstable home. Children don't need that. They don't need arguments. They don't want this moving and displacement. Just move around because the parents can't manage themselves. And naturally they 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 forgotten that they, they care for these lives. And also trauma can come through consistent arguments around doctrines and disagreements that come through all sorts of topics, like politics and religion and lifestyle and so on. And believe it or not, I've seen it in my work throughout the Brexit years, many people have struggled in their family relationships just because of Different views on different things. What these, these agreements do, they actually break the bonds that are created within the family environment and they, then they create a, a, some distance between members. And, and this, it, then you see disengagement between, between family members. You see cold relationships and they are not helpful. Now, many of us have been probably through more than one. Of these traumatic experiences. I would um, be quite surprised if no one has experienced none of this. I mean, many of us experience more than one. On my trauma screening questionnaire, which I developed uh, not long ago, I scored myself 11 points out of 20. That's a sign of extremely complex trauma. And many of the people I know have had close to 10 or even more than 10. So this is not really an exception. And if it happens to you, don't despair. It's not necessarily a sign that you're 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 completely um damned or cursed by all of this. It's just a stage you're gonna you're gonna work on yourself, you're gonna heal. And all of this um Occurred to me, for example, between the ages of 8, 18, mostly eight to to sixteen, when I met my my um, first boyfriend and husband to be. And why am I sharing this? You might want to ask. Well, I don't need to know your life experience. Well, firstly, I want to give you an example of how you can actually unpack your traumatic experience, especially the experience that happened in the childhood, and secondly to prove to you that no matter what you've been through, you can actually heal your trauma. You can create a good life. You can open to happiness and fulfillment. So if you want to do the trauma screening questionnaire yourself, you can get it as a free resource on my website. Just go on my homepage, nicoletaporojano.com. You find the link somewhere, wherever you're watching, Um, and you can complete it yourself. And then you will have a clear understanding of how many adverse childhood experiences you've been through, then knowing that you can focus on their impact and the next step will be to look into finding ways to heal. Because generally, the abuse, the neglect, and all of these other adverse childhood experiences that take place in the childhood impact all parts of your being. Trauma gets stored in the body. I've already explored this a few weeks back. It affects your brain development and the functioning of the mind throughout your entire life. It impacts your heart, your soul, your emotions, how you feel within yourself. And naturally, it affects all your roles. It affects you in all of your roles, in in school, in work, in the society, in your intimate relationships, in the choices that you make, if you follow your dreams or not if you nurture your gifts and your talents or not. Because trauma, what it does, when that happens, it fragments yourself. It brings so much pain that you can't endure it. You're very little, um, even as an adult, you're fragile. We all are. So when you are a child, you can't sustain that pressure. You can't sustain that stress. You're not developed enough. Intellectually, physically, spiritually, emotionally, you can't handle that, that hurt. You simply can't handle that pain and that constant disruption in your life. So, what you do, you disconnect from your true self. You block your feelings. You stop trusting people. You isolate from your family members, maybe from your peers group, you know, from your, um, classmates and you, You at the same time you are at risk of maybe not going that way, where you you remove yourself from life, but you remain entangled by your family members. You may be attract other perpetrators, uh, perpetrators in your uh, relationships later on in life. You can fall into codependent relationships easily without even knowing what they are and what you're doing, and then you have recurrent. Conflicts, constant conflicts with your family members, they make you so depressed. You know, you ruminate a lot around the unfairness that comes through all of these arguments that you have. You feel unstable um, within yourself, you know, you feel anxious with the future. And what happens when we experience this? We often cope with suppressing, pushing down our pain through all of these addictive behaviors and substances. They are ways of coping with life, yeah? So you have the choice to live an accidental life, to feel unhappy, to feel uncertain, to feel confused and in pain, right? Or you can choose to remove yourself from that drama and experience the life that you deserve, So what do we do about this family trauma, which is, as I mentioned, often quite a complex trauma? I see people that are often blocking completely their families. They say, oh, that's been horrid. I don't want to have anything to do with these people. They are horrible. And I'm not surprised. For three decades, I have been estranged from my father, from my abuser. Our abuser. And this is not the best way to heal. I have probably uh, suffered a bit more than I should have, thinking that keeping distance and denying what happened or working on myself from the safety of that distance would be better. What I've learned in time is that I appreciate the need for, you know, safety, for space, for distance. It's It's important for our survival, but at the same time, it is entirely your choice how you deal with your hurts, if you want to take distance or not. But if your aim is healing, I would say that if you are really, truly fed up with the denial, with the suppression, with the cell medication that I mentioned about, then you must revisit your past. You must go back to the source of your pain because this is where you find the source of your healing. So if you are genuinely ready to go all the way into the healing mode, you will have to come back to the origin of the pain. You will have to unpack those events um, with today's mind. So if you decide to do it, how do we actually heal our family trauma? We will start with Understanding. First step in everything in my trauma healing model, in my work, in my framework is understanding. Let's unpack it. Let's look at this from different angles. So, we need to see what really happened there. What was the dynamic? Who did what? Who was the abuser? What was their past? Have they been traumatized themselves? Not that that will excuse what they've done to you. No, but it's important to know. And I doubt, in my experience, that this has started with you. Most likely, it's a long history of trauma there, or we call it transgenerational trauma, behind you, which is coming from your ancestry and it goes back as long as you can trace it. So do your family tree. Talk to your relatives that are still alive. Do your DNA testing. Find out as much as possible about your past, about your origins. Learn about the location, where it happened, what were the circumstances. When did actually this occur? Was it in a particular time, in a particular era, in a specific culture, under specific certain uh, or certain social norms? Then answer the question why it happened. Certainly it wasn't your fault. Don't take responsibility for that. You might have contributed a little bit to the environment. But the abuse itself, you must leave the responsibility of that abuse with the abuser. Do not carry that with you. And if you don't move through the steps properly, you will carry it with you because you're not going to be able to forgive. So there's no healing. Their action is their action. It's not yours. You haven't done it. Don't be identified with that. And after you do a great deal of understanding... You're moving naturally towards the next step, and that is acceptance. You will accept what was, and you will surrender to the fact that past events cannot be changed, and then you can focus on you, what you can actually control, which is your internal life. Now you're moving towards the next step. You're extracting meaning from that pain. Now you understood, you accepted, and you surrendered, you you let go of the resistance to what was and the wish that maybe it was it was different. It wasn't. So now it's time to learn something out of this, extract meaning from that pain. So what did you learn? What has that terrible experience taught you about people, about life, about yourself? What lessons are you taking with you maybe to teach your children, the other people around you? Help the communities to become more trauma-informed. What are you going to share with all of the other people that might interact with you, might want to hear your story? Maybe you write a book. Maybe you you share in a bit more detail your experience. So what are you going to do with this? Maybe share what you don't want to do yourself. If this is the only learning, you don't have to do podcasts and write books and do things that I'm, I'm doing or other people are doing. We have each our own way of expressing our pain and working through our pain. At least you learn what you don't want to do as a parent. So you stop transgenerational trauma. It's not transmitted anymore. And this will be for you, trust me, like coming out from the darkness for the first time and seeing light. Being in the light. This will be like offloading a massive weight, a massive luggage of pain and tension. Imagine yourself carrying a huge sack of something, which is heavy, and then offloading it. That feels amazing. You're offloading everything, the pain, the confusion, everything that's been going on inside of you. There was unhealthy, there was negative. And then you're not seeing life from the perspective of the victim. Now, as you've learned the lessons, you are not a victim anymore. You are a survivor and you feel good about it. And you are on your way to becoming a thriver. You hold yourself straight and you're hoping and you're, 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 you're tapping on life. You are exuding vitality because now equipped with tons of understanding, acceptance, surrendering, and learnings, you are now finally ready to forgive. And that will naturally open the door to healing. And through healing, you will transform yourself from the inside out. I've just summarized the journey of self-discovery, healing, and personal growth in a few minutes. I know it sounds simple, but in, in real life, It's not. It's a bumpy ride, sometimes, not always. So arm yourself with a lot of patience and with a lot of awareness, presence, openness towards this very moment, because there's no better gift you can make to yourself in life other than this. And you will see that as you grasp understanding and acceptance and you gradually learn to repair the relationships you have, especially with your family, But then with some of your family members, maybe you can't repair it with everyone, but even if you reconnect with one family member, that's still good. That's still better than nothing. And then you have this reconnection with your roots and that's in itself a space for spiritual connection and healing, no matter how traumatizing your life has been. And through this experience, if you have now awakened, and you have started to unpack and heal your family trauma, you will see that you are not healing just yourself. You are creating a platform for many other family members to open their eyes to a new dimension of life and to start healing themselves. And in a way, whether you have intended this or not, you're going to end up healing much of your ancestry, maybe your entire ancestry all that pain and struggle that has been accumulated through your lineage, you know, over the centuries and millennia. And this is really beautiful work on yourself. And it's a, it's a very generous gift that you're making to your family as well. It's a massive contribution to elevating the collective consciousness. And your work will, will make the world a better place. It will help to stop passing trauma to the next generations. And you should be really, really proud of this. That's it for now. I hope you found this helpful. Continue to give and receive love. And I'll see you next time. You have listened to the Opening to Happiness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, show us your love, share, subscribe, or give us a review. Thank you.